I am a prophet. I am God's messenger. I speak the voice of God to the people. Even better, God speaks through me. I reveal Jesus Christ through prophecies, revelations, and give God's instructions to the people. I give God's instructions to the nations of the world. I give the church direction. I lead like Moses, even better, I lead like Jesus. I am like an eye to the church, I'm like an eye to the congregation. I am a prophet. I am the gift, I do not have a gift. I am given to equip, given to build the church. I am a member of the big five. I am God's voice. I am ignored, criticized, insulted, and ridiculed, despised by many, loved by few. But all that doesn't change who I am. I am major daughter. I am a prophet.
He's grateful. He's achieved. Good morning, Noma. Good morning, Mama Rose. Yes, Noma reporting from UK. Bessie from the United States of America. Yes, can we just celebrate them? Now, this was a Nutbank Cup, right? They took it. Seven million rings in the bag. Tito <laughs> and the boys. Thank you, thank you, thank you. A gazillion times. <laughs> God is raising South Africa a, pro, a, a, a coach. I said, he said, I'll raise them a prophet from among their people. Now, do not be jealous of the call. Good morning to you. Can we celebrate them? But I want to show you something. Let's go to the book of uh, uh, Deuteronomy 18. Deuteronomy 18, 18. But maybe we can read from verse uh, 15 or so. Let's read from verse 15 thereabouts. I want to show you something. Today, today I want us to have a talking session, really, and I want you to be very interactive. I, I know you are. I know you are the best with dialogue. But I really, really want us to talk today. But talking solutions using the word of God. Uh, this is what the Lord said to do today. And I want us to do it as soon as possible. Can we look at that? Bring it up, bring it up, bring it up. Oh, congratulate them. Musiwa, the God in you, we trust and believe. Amen. We are believing God. Good morning, good morning. Cynthia, good morning to you. Yes, 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 yes. Turn up the volume, Lerato. Turn it up, turn it up, turn it up. Whoop, 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 whoop. Louder, please. <laughs> turn up the volume, turn up the volume. And congratulations, turn up the volume and bring up the answers, the solutions. Come on, can we talk about these things? There's a lot that is going on around the world, a lot. A lot that is going on around us. We cannot just ignore these things. And the Lord said, just today, just branch off and talk about these things, you know. And uh, <laughs> I endeavor to do that with you, of course. Uh, yes, we have um, Huta. Good morning, everyone reporting for duty from the UK. Turn it up, turn it up, turn it up. Whoop, 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 whoop. Lord, please. Turn up the volume in the UK. Yes, we're coming to you from different nations of the world and the one global community. This is where we support each other. This is where we pray with each other, pray for one another, lift each other up. This is not a church, not a denomination, not connected to any denomination. It stands alone. This is Midnight Date, and I am your host, Major Dodd. In case you don't know me, Find out from one neighbor. Find out one neighbor on the stream. If you have not liked this community, I will ask you to do so right now. If you have not shared this stream, come on now. What are you waiting for? Share the stream. Somebody needs to hear about this. This is what we call midnight date. Yes, some preach for their belly. Is it true? Is it really, really true? That's what we are endeavoring. To answer today, that's what we're talking about today. Oh, they've got it, they've got it. Kabu yellow, Kabu yellow. <laughs> Congratulate them. 
It's beautiful, beautiful. And I'm excited because of what God is doing in, in the country, you know, in the soccer, in the soccer arena, God is doing mighty things. He said, I will raise him a coach. Praise God. That's how God does things. Can we see it? We'll take it from verse 15, but we're really going to 18, right? So we take 15, 16, 17, and 18. I'm talking about uh, this, right? Uh, the Ned Bank Cup. That's soccer. I don't follow much of soccer. When I speak, you must know I'm really inspired by the Holy Spirit to speak concerning it. Praise God. My good morning. My Ryan says, I'm watching from UK. Wow, UK in the house. UK, yes. Turn up the volume on UK. Turn it up, turn it up, turn it up. Whoop, 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 whoop. Louder, please. Come on now. Flood the uh, comments. We have Bessie from the United States. So many from the UK. Yes. The Lord is good. The Lord is good. The Lord is good. I said we cannot. The Holy Spirit was just talking to me. So you cannot ignore what is going on around the world, around us, really. We've got to talk about these things so that we are informed from the Bible. So we are looking at the Bible perspective. Huh? How the Bible looks at these things. Praise God. Some preach for their belly is a question that we endeavor to answer today. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. Night Riders, it's about to get hot in here. Just stick around. Look at this. Can we take it? Can we take it? Can we take it? Deuteronomy, I said 18, and we start from verse 15, right? Uh, just so you get a little bit of background. Ooh, glory to God. Okay, let me find this. Mm, this says, The Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me, Moses, from among you, from your countrymen, brothers, brethren, and you shall listen to him. Can you see that? Let's have this. Okay, let's try this one. Mm, which one is better? Mm, this one is better. Okay. Says the Lord your God will raise you up a prophet like me from among you, from your countrymen, brothers, brethren. You shall listen to him. Praise God. Go to that scene. That looks better. Thank you for that. Yes. Right. Verse 15 on NLT. I want 15, 16, 17, and 18. That's where we're going. Moses continues. The Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from among your fellow Israelites. You must listen to him. Can you see when God raises a savior, when God raises a solution, when God raises an answer, he does it from among your people. The saviors don't come from outside. Saviors don't come from far. They come from within, within your people, within your countrymen. Praise God. And why am I bringing this? It's all about this soccer thing. Praise God. Now I'm showing you in the scripture how God works, how God works. And until we get this right in the soccer arena, it will take us time to really get to where we are going. But God is raising South Africa a coach. <laughs> in so, yes, look at this one. God, your God. This is message version. God, your God, is going to raise up a prophet for you 
Can you see that? God, your God, is going to raise up a coach for you. God will raise him up from among your king's men. Huh? A coach like me, listen obediently to him. Praise God. Somebody said, you raise 16 now. Come on, somebody. Thank you, admin. Always prompt. Mm, there is it. Somebody said, please pray for Kaiser Chiefs. And I'm going to speak a word right now. Praise God. I'll speak a word. Oh. And as I speak, let the wise listen. Uh, verse 16 of Deuteronomy 18 says, This is according to all that you ask of the Lord your God at Horeb, Mount Sinai, on the day of the assembly, saying, Let me not hear the voice of the Lord my God again, nor see this great fire anymore, so that I will not die. Verse 17, we are going to 18. Praise God. Come on, be celebrating somebody in the stream while we're telling this. Be celebrating somebody in the stream. Be celebrating somebody in the stream. Praise God. Verse 17. There we have it. Verse 17. The Lord said to me, they have spoken well. I will raise up a prophet from among their countrymen like you. And I'll put my words in his mouth, in his mouth and he shall speak to them all that I command him. Can you see that God raises people among us from our midst, really? God raises the very same solutions we are looking for. They are within those who are within our reach. Not far. It's not outside. It's inside. It's not on top. It's inside. Praise God. That's what he's saying. Huh? From your countrymen. Your countrymen. Verse 18 now. Is it verse 18? Look at verse 18. Hmm. I want verse 18. Praise God. All right, I still see verse 16, uh, 17. I want verse 18. Bring verse 18. Bring verse 18. Very, very important that we look at this. Now, if we ask, I want us to go to our real theme, to our real topic for today. I said we're talking today, be, 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 be interactive. Make this dialogue as interesting as possible. Feel free to talk. This is a talking session. Praise God. This is what we do as well. We don't only pray, but we also have talking sessions. And this night is one of those nights. Um, where is verse 18? I wait for verse 18. Praise God. God raised us, somebody within us. God is raising us a coach. Now, I'll say to those in, uh, I'll say to Kaiser Chief, they said pray. And I wondered, you, you remember, I didn't really pray. And I inquired of the Lord. The Lord said, you have Steve. You have Ntate Steve. You have brother Steve. You do. You already have somebody. You do. And what a special man he is. Mm. That's for Kaiser Chief. You already do have. You do. You do have. You do. You know, everything, everything was through. Uh, it must be built. And it goes with, um, I, I just want you to see something. And they're not bringing me the really versions I want, but it's fine. Let's try this one. I'll show you something. So the Lord said to me, uh, this is new century version. So the Lord, the Lord said to me, what they've said is good. So I will give them a prophet like you, who is one of their own people. I will tell him what to say. And he will tell them everything I command. Huh? Can you hear that? 
He said, so I will give them a prophet like you, who is one of their own people, one of their own people, so that he can speak their language. Who will speak the language they understand? Huh? I'll raise them a coach. Who will speak them? Who will speak with them? A language they understand. Who understands their culture? Who understands their way of thinking? Who understands their way of responding? I mean, I will raise them. A coach from one of their own people. That's how he works. In every arena, that's how he works. We may not see it. It may take us time to see it. But I tell you, the faster, the sooner we see it, the better. The faster we'll see changes. Kaiser Chiefs, what are you waiting here? What are you waiting for? You haven't asked you. He's there. What a special coach he is. Hmm? Very tough, but very good for the purpose. Huh? A man up to the task. A man fit for the purpose. Brother, a man fit for the purpose. You already have him. I tell you, it doesn't need prayer. It needs patience. It needs understanding. He says, from their own people, who will speak? The, the reason he must be from their own people, he must be speaking the language they understand. If it's Shona, we are speaking, we all understand Shona. Do you understand? If it's English, we understand it. If it's uh, Isizul, we understand it. If it's Swahili, we understand it. From among their people. Until you get this right, really. Okay, let those who have ears hear. I'm speaking like this because you are concerned. You brought a prayer request. You said, can we pray? And I didn't pray because it's not everything that needs prayer. Some things need decisions. Some things just need you to have patience and understand what is going on. You already have understood. I can tell you, as Gaza Chiefs, you've got the best men there. Mm, can you see this? He says, so I will give them a coach like you who is one of their own people. I'll tell him what to say. The Lord will direct him. The Lord will guide him. Huh? The Lord will be with him. That's how it works. Oh, let's see this one. This is... Um, <laughs> this is... Uh, uh, what you call it? This is... Uh, amplified version says, I will raise up a prophet from among their countrymen, countrymen like you, and I'll put my words in his mouth, and he shall speak to them, and all, he shall speak to them all that are commanding. That's it. That's it. God raising from among us. God raising from um, um, among us. God, that's how God works. That's, that's his style. I mean, that's what he follows. You already have. Okay, somebody said something. Let me see if I can get that. We'll, I said we're talking today and get ready to talk. Right? Talking solutions. We'll pray there and there as God gives us grace. But we've got to talk about these things. The Lord said we cannot ignore this. Praise God. Huh? There is it. There is it. There, there is it on uh, KJV. Look at that as well. Uh, somebody says, uh, Dr. Kumalo, praise God. Mtate Muhale, praise God. Huh? Oh, well, well, that's it. So that one who brought that question or that prayer request, you've got your answer today. Now, a very, very big congratulations. Uh, 
a very, very big congratulations to Masanda Ward. Masanda Ward. Pretoria boys, there's no team without a coach. That is why when a team is not doing well, they suck a coach. The strength of every team is on the coach. The weakness of every team is on the coach. More weight is put on the coach. The CEO, the chief, huh? the commander-in-chief for that team. Praise God. Let's see this one. No. Oh, 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 what is this? This is KJV. All right, praise God. <laughs> I'm coming to that. I'm coming to that comment. Look at this one. And the Lord said unto me, they, they, have, they have well spoken that which they have spoken. I will raise them up a prophet from among their brethren. I'll raise them a coach from among their brethren, like unto thee, and I'll put my words in his mouth, and um, he shall speak unto them, and I shall command him. Praise God. There is it. There is it. Right in front of us. What you're looking for is already there. Then somebody says, peace, lovers, patience. Praise God. That's true. Now, look at this. This is interesting. <laughs> oh, look at this. It's true. I believe the other Englishman. Maya, 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 Maya. All right. It's true. This one says, it's true. I believe the other Englishman. Steve Compel was up to the task and was removed prematurely. There was just a lack of patience, as you say, woman of God. Englishman or no Englishman, that's a man full of wisdom, spoken riddles and parables. Oh, you've got the best man there. I tell you, I tell a man fit for the purpose. Huh? You even owe him an apology, I tell you. A man fit for the purpose, like it or not, you sent a prayer request, I'm, I'm, I'm giving you the answer to the prayer request. Uh, like it or not, a man fit for the purpose, speaking in riddles, speaking in parable, boy, that's a man anointed. <laughs> oh, I tell you the truth. I tell you the truth. It is. It is. It is. It really is. You say, oh, the English. Lovely. 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 It sends you back to learning. Yes. Is he not your countryman? He is. Praise God. And we leave this conversation. All right. We have Bapumli Zama. Reporting for duty from Tallum. Himadin, good morning to you. Bapumli, when Zaga, Wafiga now. When Zaga, when Zaga, thank you, Jesus. When Zaga, could you eat Tambani Bulali? Tambani, when I, Bapumli, let the Bible eat Tambani Bulali. It's not just a proverb. Huh? 
A living dog is better than a dead lion. That's just on the side. That's for Bapum Lele. Special greeting to her from Ibadidum Chaluk. I can never forget that place. Praise God. So, so I can tell you, Kesa Chiefs, like it or not, you owe him an apology. That's your man. That's your man. And the quicker and the faster you realize and recognize and realize your error, come back to it. Together with the supporters and the lovers of Abafana Bobtula Nokolo, that's better for you. He's your perfect man. God is raising coaches, but from our countrymen. From our countrymen. Look at the CV of Ntate Msiman. Look at the CV of Ntate Piso. Look at his CV. Look at his CV. I'm telling you, even for our national squad, this is exactly what we need. Like it or not, I hope we soon realize it and um, embrace it. A living dog is better than a dead lion. Praise God. Glory to God. Somebody on YouTube. Yes, thank you for reporting for duty. Abi Abi says, it's not easy to accept defeat, but I will remain Judah says, it's true he was humiliated, achieved, it was painful to watch. He's your man. He's your man, and he's a very humble man. God bless his heart. Very, very humble. Very, very humble, but strong, strong, tough. Harsh, if I can put it that way. Strong, tough, you know. Very, very strong, but fit for the purpose. Huh? God knows exactly the kind of diet you need. Praise God. Oh, the sooner you realize that, the better. I might just do the right thing and follow the boys from my town. <laughs> Katie! Katie, Katie says... She says, I'm tired of the abuse I'm getting from Casey. <laughs> oh, Praise God. Lindy, well, good morning. Reporting from Runback. Yes. Can we get to our topic? I said today we're talking. We're going to pray a little bit. Now, I want you to understand that these kind of talking sessions are very important. Very, very important. Very, very important, especially now. And the Lord said to do this, especially with what is going on around us, around the world. So do not ignore these things. That's why the Bible has sent us teachers, preachers, evangelists, apostles, and um, um, pastors. Praise God. Prophets. That's why the, the Lord has sent us. They were given to us. So many were expecting that we are talking lightning. Not yet. We won't talk lightning today. We'll talk lightning as soon as we go back to take back three. And I suspect that will be on Monday. Praise God. If God gives us grace, we are going back to it. Don't worry. I'm coming with them as promised. I do keep the promises. And um, Bible quiz that is coming is going to sharpen your knowledge for the scriptures. It's going to sharpen your knowledge, enlighten your knowledge. You're going to begin to master this book. Praise God. Knowing it in and out. That's the purpose. That we know them scriptures. 
after we know them scriptures, we apply them scriptures. So all this Bible quiz is coming for that. And the Lord said we will take it for three hours when we have it. So we're not going to have it at midnight. We're going to have it much earlier. So we're not going to have it late. We're going to have it much earlier so that we're able to take that three hours and have different kinds of, uh, of rounds. That's why I said I'm waiting for the details and the details have started coming. At least now I know it's not going to be a 12 midnight. At least now I know it's going to be three hours. At least now I know what he's going to do. Praise God. Sharpen our knowledge of the word. Sharpen our mastery for the scriptures. You won't go wrong. And it's something you've got to prepare for. And the reason is going to be early so that it can be convenient for everyone. So we will look for a time slot that will somehow fit us uh, perfectly together with the nations around the world. Look out for that. Watch out for that. Because Eza, 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 Masinyana. Praise God. Um, that's why I said the details. Now I have some details. I, I have more details now. Now I can go into details. Can you see? Details matter. Praise God. Sala etembeni. Buikanya says, soccer will hurt you. That's why I have turned to rugby. <laughs> Pretoria boys are on fire. Praise God. We salute them. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, uh, says, thank you, Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, daughter of the most high God. This is Pastor Isaac reporting for Are you just coming now? Are you just reporting now? Oh, says it's personal. Oh, what my chiefs next time. Okay, right. Great. There's hope for you. Glory to God. Yes, when Zega to figure out now, it says, Lapa Praise God. God has a word for us all. Glory to God. Women of God, we wait in anticipation for the enlightening project. Oh, for the lightning project. <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. Praise God. We just don't go the way they expect us to go, right? Praise God. And, uh, some of you are going to church today, some later, some tomorrow, depending on the time zones you are in. Can we now go back to that? Some preach for their belly, and some preach for what? Is a question. Is a question. Tell three people we endeavor to answer this question today. Tell three people we endeavor to answer this question today. Yes. We're about to do that right now. We're about to do that. Go with me to the book of Philippians chapter 1, and we're going to read from verse 15. Glory to God. Philippians chapter 1 from verse 15.
you have not shared the stream, go ahead and do so right now. If you have not liked our community, go ahead and do so right now. Can we answer this question? I want to say this first before we do even so, uh, that no one has the monopoly of truth, really. Truth is the word of God. Truth is found in the word of God. And under the sun, nothing is really new. Nothing is new under the sun. The things that we may be facing today in the world, in the body of Christ around us, are things that the those who have been before us have really gone through them. And if we can really take time and go through uh, and look at them churches in the Bible, look at them different churches in the Bible, we'll see how they fared. We'll see how what they dealt with and how they dealt with those things. Praise God. They dealt with all kinds of things in churches. If you will look at the Corinth church, for example, boy, there's so much there. But today, that's not our topic. We are looking at Philippians, the church in Philippi. Praise God. Whatever, whatever is happening now is not new. Nothing is ever new under the sun. Praise God. What we see today has already been, and it was dealt with. Now, if we say these things that we are seeing today, that are happening today, happening around us, happening around the world, that are happening even in the body of Christ, if they've happened before, we've got to look at how they were dealt with. So stand at the crossroad and ask for that old path, that old road. Ask for direction to that old road, the long-traveled road, that road that was traveled before. This is a road traveled by others before us, those who came before us. How did they deal with these things that are happening now. Seemingly, we are facing the same things that uh, they've experienced. We are experiencing the same things today in the body of Christ, around the world, uh, around us. Praise God. There will always be things that happen. Even generations that will follow us, if Jesus tarries, they will also face things, but nothing they face will be new. There's no message that is preached today that is new. All these things have been there preached before. There's nobody who has a monopoly of truth. I want that to be clear and underline it. Tell somebody there's no one who has a monopoly of truth. And today I really, really want you to talk back to me. You really, really talk back to me. I want us to have a conversation like a serious one. I may not keep you long, but I might. Praise God. But we really need to talk about these things. Do you see that? No one has the monopoly of truth. That must be clear. Truth is the word of God. Truth is found in the word of God. Praise God. Whatever that we are experiencing today, experiencing around the world, experiencing around us, has been experienced before by those who were before us. But how did they handle all these things? This is what we look at. How did they handle all these things? How did they? How did they handle them? That's what we endeavor to answer today. Praise God. So we look at what is going on and we endeavor to answer it. And I am major daughter. <laughs> this program is powered by Grace World. Thank you, Grace World and her partners for all you are doing. God bless you. Mm -hmm. No one has a monopoly of truth. Nobody. Truth is the word. What is truth? Huh? Yeah, not there. Can we have that um, Philippians? Philippians chapter 1. 
We're looking at the church in Philippi. Philippians chapter 1. If you can go there. Philippians chapter 1. Unge nanati. Unge nanati. Unge nanati. Agaukishi umlilo. Unge nanati. Unge nanati. Unge nanati. Unge nanati. Unge nanati. Agaukishi umlilo. Unge nanati. Unge nanati. Unge nanati. Unge nanati. Yes. Unge nanati. That's what we are talking about. That's what we are talking about. The Lord is not just going to take all this away. Whatever is happening, He's not going to take them away. That's why we can't ignore what is going on. But we've got to talk about it. Basing it on the scripture. Is there anyone who went through what we are going through? Yes, there are. Yes, there are many. There are so many who went through what is going on. Praise God. Let us have that. Philippians chapter 1. Let's have it. We're going to read from verse 15. As long as that is clear. As long as that is clear. Can we have it? From verse 15. Unge nanati. Unge nanati, unge nanati, agaukishi umlilo, unge nanati, unge nanati. Look at this one. Look at this one. Hey. <laughs> What version is this? This is the same version. <laughs> I said, talk to me. Talk back to me. Talk back to me. And uh, you're doing exactly that. Interesting. We've got to talk about these things. Praise God. <coughs> oh, I'm seeing your comments. Don't mind me. I'm seeing your comments. Philippians 1 from verse 15, message version says, it's true that some here preach Christ because with me out of the way. They think they'll step right into the spotlight. But the others do it with the best in the with the best heart in the world. Says they're different people. Uh, I do not really want us to use message version for now. Can we come back to message version later? Uh, let's use another version. I don't want to bring this one up now. Uh, you bring it up, let's have first or two versions and then can um, take message version. But for interest sake, let's take it because he's already here while we wait for them. He says, it's true that some here preach Christ because with me out of the way, Paul was in prison. They think they'll step right into the spotlight, but the others do it with the best heart in the world. Says, People preach Christ for different reasons. People teach for different reasons. People are preachers for different reasons. Paul is talking. 
This is a church. This is a church. He's talking. Huh? He says, some preach it because I'm out of the way. I'm in prison. They think they'll step right into the spotlight. Can you see? Different reasons why they preach. Different reasons why they are pastors, prophets, apostles, evangelists, and all that. Says, this is what is happening. And some do it with the best heart in the world. Meaning they're different. They're different. Ah, can we have it in another version? Don't bring message version yet. Don't bring message version yet. That's not the light I want to, I want us to take right now. Glory to God. Huh? All right, let's see. A good version, a good version, a good version. Bring it faster, please. Faster, please. Make shasha. Make shasha. <laughs> right, there's a translation for the song. There's a translation for the song. Praise God. Right, ah, yeah, there's King James. Thank you, Pastor Isaac. So some indeed preach Christ even of envy and style and strife, and some also of goodwill. So some, they preach Christ out of envy. They envy this thing. They like this thing. Some are pastors, preachers, and um, uh, doing what they do because of envy. They like this thing. Some do it out of strife, and there are those who do it out of goodwill. See, different purposes. You don't really know why people are in ministry. You'll never really know until God reveals to you. You'll never really know until they tell you. But God searches every heart. Here is Paul. They're dealing with these things in the body of Christ. Then in their days, these are days past. He says there are some here who are doing it for wrong reasons, for wrong motives. They have selfish ambitions. Some of them, they're not even genuine Christians. Or they're not Christians at all. But they're there posing as preachers. They have reasons why they do this. Some, they just like this thing. It's, it's fashionable, you know. It's fashionable. Oh, glory to God. Bring another version. That was uh, KJV. Oh, glory to God, glory to God. Let's see NLT. NLT says, it's true that some are preaching out of jealousy and rivalry. But that has preached about Christ with pure motives. He says, you will not always have equal. You will not always um, have the same people. We are not all men are equal. Not all men have the same intentions. Not all men have the same motives. You'll have those who are doing this thing out of jealousy. You'll have those, those who are doing this thing out of strife. You'll have those who are doing this thing out of envy. But also there are others who are doing it with pure motives. And those who are doing it with pure motives are more than those who are doing it out of wrong intentions. I said nothing is new under the sun. And when things begin to happen in the body of Christ, you don't question what is going on. You go and find answers in the scriptures. We are solution providers. We don't ask questions. We give questions. Praise God. We are the answer today. Hallelujah. Are you listening to me? If you are, say amen. Make sure you are following me. And I want to really, really know that you are following me. So your, your responses will tell me if you are. Look at this. It says, it's true. It says, it's true. There are those who are not genuine. We don't deny that. And we are not out pointing out who they are. Praise God. I want us to see how Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by grace, 
dealt with these things. Not only him. We'll look at how Jesus looked at these things. I mean, we'll take Paul, take Jesus today and uh, give it a rest. Maybe visit it later if you really want us to do so. Praise God. He says, indeed, it's true. Faith is not denying the first. Faith is not denying the reality. Faith is not denying what is happening around. Around us, rather. Faith is not denying what is going on. Faith is not denying that there are some issues that must be dealt with in prayer. Are you there? Are you there? Are you there? Oh, I'm just talking to myself. This is midnight. <laughs>
can just dress up and do this and you know, I'm in, I'm in. This is the in thing. It's fashionable. That's how powerful the gospel is. Praise God. Very, very attractive. Glory to God. Where you live? Where you live? Huh? Keep sharing, keep liking, keep commenting. Ah, this is a conversation. And I want to hear from you. I really, really, I really, really want to hear from you. Oh, can you bring me verse 16 now? Okay, true woman of God, some are just in competition. Yes, some are just there to prove a point. You can also do it. You can also do it. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, may the Lord search our hearts. Like Pastor Isaac said it. May the Lord search our hearts and continually, continually. May the Lord search our hearts continually. Ah, somebody says, faith is not denying the facts. Faith is not denying what's going on around us. It doesn't deny the issues. Yes. Ah, somebody says, Peter was in prison for preaching the gospel of truth. Yes, 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 precisely. Huh? Precisely. Um, yes, 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 yes. Can we, can we go to 16? Can we go to 16? Somebody says, talk to us, woman of God. Let's talk. Let's talk. I want you to talk back like never before. I want you to talk back to me like never before. Feel free. This is an open session. We're talking here. We're talking solutions. Talking answers. Verse 16, amplified. This one is amplifying it. Amplifying it. Amplifying it. Glory. Hey. Oh, I wish I was not born again. All oh, this thing is a mess. Oh, come on, hold on. Briga, briga. Huh? Verse 16. The latter preach Christ out of love because they know that I have been put here by God on purpose for the defense of the gospel. Paul is saying he's appointed to defend the gospel. He says that's why there are those who are out there preaching Christ out of love. Because they know that I'm here for the defense, appointed for the defense of the gospel. Here is Paul telling us that he's appointed to defend the gospel. So if Paul, the great apostle, is appointed to defend the gospel, how did he deal with those who are misbehaving? Who are preaching Christ out of envy, out of strife, out of jealousy, out of competition, out of wrong motives, self-ambition. How did he deal with them? Let's find out. He says, he's proclaiming it, he's saying it here that I'm appointed, appointed to defend the gospel. Well, right, yeah, 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 yeah. So there are those appointed to defend the gospel, praise God. We sing Paul. So how did he deal with these ones who were misbehaving? And he was aware of them. He was aware that others are doing their own thing. How did he deal with them? How did he handle their matters? Let's find out. Verse 6, 17, we'll have the answer. Who says the latter preach, preach out of love because they know that I have been put here on purpose. By God, on purpose, for the defense of, on the go, of the gospel. He's there to defend the gospel. They experience the same things we are experiencing. 
There will always be people among us who preach Christ out of wrong motives. There will always be people among us who preach Christ out of selfish ambitions. There will always be people among us who preach out of competition, jealousy, strife. But how do we deal with them? Can we take a leaf from Paul? He said, Jeremiah, go stand at the crossroads. Look for that old path. Look for the old road. That long traveled old road. Are you listening to me? Huh? Are you listening to me? Can we find? Let's see if nobody brings it in another version. Praise God. Pray, praise God. Somebody says, faith is not denying what's going on around us. Ah, but Pumlile says, where you live? Where you live? Where you live? Huh? My says, where you live? Where you live? I love that. Ah, Sandra says, where you live? Says, they preach because they have love. And they know that God gave me the work of defending the good news. Paul, Paul is stipulating his mandate. Says, I've been given a mandate to defend the good news. That's why I'm here. That's why I'm even in prison. I've been given a mandate to defend the good news. That's why I'm persecuted. That's why I'm going through all these things I'm going through. But there are those among us huh, who are doing all kinds of things. They are preaching because they have wrong motives. They are preaching out of selfish ambitions. They are preaching because um, they have strife. They have envy. They are jealous. They are in competition. Some are not even genuine Christians. Can you see that? They have wrong motives. But what? 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 How does he handle it? I'm interested, how does he deal? As a defender of the gospel, how does he deal with them? That's important. This, why is this teaching or this discussion so important today? It's important because of what will continue to happen around us, of what will continue to happen around the world. Look at this again, take it again. They preach because they have love. And they know that God gave me the work of, def of defending the good news. God gave him the work of defending the good news. Um, Jennifer says they like this thing. <laughs> yes, they like it. I mean, it's nice. It's fashionable. It's cool. Huh? It's cool. NLT. See what NLT says. Verse 16. Bring 17, Salon. Says they preach because they love me. For they know that I have been appointed to defend the gospel, the good news. He says he's been appointed. Well, let's look at someone appointed as a defender of the gospel. How they are handling those who are there for wrong. They are there for their bellies. Huh? Those who are there for their own welfare. Let's find out how he deals with them. Let's find out. Can you see NLT? He says, they preach because they love me, for they know I've been appointed. Good. He's appointed to do this. Yeah, somebody said it's a midnight date with major daughter. Yes. Where you live, where you live. Ah, oh, Lebron says, very beautiful, Lebron, very beautiful. The Lord discerns the intentions of man, precisely. That's why David will not do anything. He said, let God be judge between the two of us. 
Let God be judged. But as for me, I'll never lift a finger, lift a tongue, lift a mic, lift a pen. Huh? For God's appointed king, for God's anointed king, for God's man. Praise God. And I said the gifts of God are self-repentance. Oh, let's talk. Let's talk. Your opinion matters. I love, 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 love to read from you. I love, I really do. Huh? Some are preaching just to build an empire and wealth. Precisely. Not of, there will always be those. Huh? He said it. There will always be those. There will always be those. Praise God. Let every man search his heart. May God search our hearts. Let every man do an introspection and find out why you do the things you do for God. If your intentions are wrong, may God help you to correct them very, very fast. Because one day, one day, one day very soon, you will give answers to him on why you did the things you did. Yeah? He says, some are doing this just for eye service. We are not going to go to those scriptures today, but they are there. Hmm? So some are doing this just for eye service to be seen. Praise God. I refuse to be like those ones. Bapumlile says, ungena nati, ungena nati. But I'll push And God is not going to take this away. Oh, there's so much going on. Oh, yeah. There's so much good also going on. It's just that it's not publicized. I said to you, and I keep saying, evil is more advertised. But evil can never overcome good. Good advances against evil. The light of God shines out of darkness, and darkness cannot comprehend the light. Light overcomes darkness, overpowers darkness. Those are facts. Yeah. Somebody says an examination of the heart will reveal the true reason for pursuing the gospel. The gospel is an ammunition against the devil, not your brethren. Preach for love, not for selfish pursuits. Precisely where you live. Where you live. Ah, but Pumlile says, some are doing it for personal gain. Yes! That's why every man should continually. It's not a once-off thing. Continually search your heart. Continually search your heart. Uh, let's continually search our hearts, brethren. Let's examine our hearts. Verse 17. Thank you, admin. Very, very sharp admin you have. Mm, amplified. I really wish you could bring other versions, but it's okay. Somebody will. Somebody will. But the former preached Christ insincerely, out of selfish ambition. Can you see? Just self-promotion. Thinking that they are causing me distress in my imprisonment. Says others are doing it just for self-promotion. It's all about promoting themselves. And this is different from God saying to Abraham, I'll make your name great. It's different. He's talking about the intents of the man's heart. He's talking about the motives of why they preach the gospel. Of why they are in ministry. Why are you in ministry? It should be a question that we continuously ask. Why are you serving in church in whatever department, whatever sphere of the church? It should be a, a question that you continuously ask and answer sincerely, deep down in your heart. Praise God. Can you see? Some don't do things right when the man of God is not there, or the woman of God is not there. But when they're there, they start running around. What, what are they doing? I service. I service. It's nothing but 
I said is their intentions are wrong, their agenda is wrong. They're doing to please the men of God, not God. Can you see that? Others, they run around when the servant of God is there. But when they are not there, our oh, church, they just treat it anyhow. Not respecting the mandate, not respecting the mission, not respecting God's agenda. Who watches and sees everything even that is done in secret? Though the man of not though the man of God is not there, God sees. So these ones have wrong motives, wrong intentions. They are there because they are there to do eye service, to be seen. And they already have their reward. Can you see? Ask yourself why you do the things you do. Continuously. Continually. Never stop. Look at this. It says, but the former preached Christ insincerely. Out of self-ambition, just self-promotion, really. Thinking that they are causing me distress in my imprisonment. Can you see? Why do you do the things you do? Lip service. Others are paying lip service. Others are paying eye service. They are not Christians. They are not serving. They are not doing anything. They are just there to please. And that's why they get into trouble. And that's why their things do not turn out right. And that's why their things always go another direction. Because they are not serving God. They are not there for God. They are not there for Jesus. Mm. May God help us to search our hearts. Search our hearts. Look at this one. In verse 17, this is New Century Version. It says, but the others preach about Christ for selfish and wrong reasons, wanting to make trouble for me in prison. Can you see that? They have wrong reasons. So many, so many have wrong reasons. So many do it out of selfishness. So many do it out of wrong agendas, personal agendas, whatever the case may be. May God help us. This is how we should pray, that the Lord help us to be back, back into the right motives for serving, the right motives for being in any department for being in ministry, right motives for being in ministry. Are we called or we are the wind? Are we the sent? Pray God. Look at this one. Look at this one. Look at this one. NLT. NLT says those others do not have pure motives. Can you see? Their motives are not pure. As they preach about Christ, their motives are not pure. As they preach about Christ, as they serve God. Huh? They preach with selfish ambition, not sincerely, intending to make my chains more painful. They are doing it deliberately. Huh? Somebody says, indeed, even after we have received the Lord, we still sometimes miss the mark. That's why we need to be pulled back every now and then. And all that can happen through the word of God. Some are doing it to defend the word of God. Oh, hallelujah. Challenging counterfeit for the good news of salvation. Oh, praise God. They preach because they envy us. Mm. Can you see that? Can you see that? Some preach because they are chosen to save lives. The word of God is for perfecting, is for the perfecting of the saints, precisely. And that's why, that's why we are reading the word. That's why we are having this discussion. That's why we are talking right now about this. Can you see? Teach more about the way and truth. And I love the comment that said it is about the motives. You see, it's about the motives. Why? Why do you teach the things you teach? Why do you preach them? Praise God. Why do you serve God? Why do you go to church? Why are you where you are? Why are you in ministry? All these are very, 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 very vital. It is about the motives. It is, really. 
But now, let's see how Paul dealt with those who didn't have good intentions, who didn't have the right motives, they had selfish ambitions, they had uh, wrong agendas, they did it for all the wrong reasons. Or somebody says, Lord, have mercy on us who serve with love, working our salvation with fear and trembling. Precisely. You are not doing it for the men of God. You're not doing it for the men of God. You're not doing it for the women of God. You're not doing it for the saints. Praise God. You are working out your own salvation with fear and trembling. By the way, I was just talking to my grandfather about something not long ago. He's been in the ministry for many, 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 many years. Many, many years. I mean, he started first as a full gospel, and then they moved to another ministry because when they moved, uh, when they relocated where they got to, the full gospel church was not there. They've been born-again Christians forever, right? Forever, for all time. So when they got to where they had relocated, full gospel was not there, so they had to join another church, and they've been with that church until tomorrow. So what my grandfather was telling me is this, very, very interesting, that the church has split two times, right? The church has split two times, and uh, many, many went out. I was interested to find out which, which part of the split is he on. Is he with the people that remained or those that left? And one, it split once, my grandmother was still alive. She went to be with the Lord when she was 87 years old, a very good old age. She went up a believer. She went up a believer. So the first time it happened, she was still alive. So himself and the wife were still there when this happened. The church split. And every time the church split, it was all because of money. He said that. He didn't even know. He said, all issues of money, the church split. I said, okay, wow. He said, no, all these things will always be there. There will always be issues. And there will be those who drive agendas, divide and take people and go with them. He said, it happened twice. Once it happened, I talked to my grandfather. I love, I'm, I'm, I'm very, I, I've got a very good connection with old people. Even when I just walk around the mall, I have all elderly people talking to me. I mean, just giving me advice for no reason, for without, I can have an old person just start talking to me from nowhere. And this goes for my boyfriend as well. So it's been with me for years. Now, I was interested. I said, wow. He said, he was just trying to talk to us, you know, saying, we need to understand how the gospel works. And he said, now, in these days that we're in, it's going to even get worse. And it's wise how, it's wise how we react. It will be very, very wise. He said, he split twice. First time the wife was still alive. And uh, when the church split, people left. I said, which side did you go? said, we didn't take any sides. When we came, we came to serve God. We came because of Jesus. We didn't come because of any man. We found truth. We stayed there. When they left, they left. Those who left, left. We are still here. said, wow. So they didn't go to any group. Church split twice. This is an old, old, old church. I won't mention the name. Very old. That group left. He said it happened again. This one was of recent not long ago now, just recently, the church split again. Group left. I said, you didn't go with them. I said, where, where am I going? I don't know where they're going. I was sent here. I stay here. I came here because of Jesus. And as long as Jesus is here, I'm here. And he's here. And I'm not going anywhere. 
I go up from here. He said to me, this is where I'm going to live from. He said, you see, when you come to church because of men, when men leave, they go with you because you are a member of a man. You are serving a man, not God. But when you serve God, it doesn't matter what is happening around you. You stick to the truth. You look for the truth. You stand for the truth and you stand on the truth. He said, even this time around, it's still money. I said, so what happened? He said, I'm still doing the things I'm doing. I'm still doing right now. I just came back to bank some money, some offerings, because I still send my offerings. He said, I'm not here for any man. I'm not doing this for any man. This is a very old man, a very old man, a very, very old man saying all these things. He, says, I, he said to me, I feel sorry for you because you people are still going to face a lot. What you are seeing now is nothing. You are going to face a lot. And how you respond will determine whether when you live here, you will still live with your salvation intact. He said, my salvation is intact. In fact, whenever the singing goes on in church, or whenever I'm singing, I hear angels. I no longer hear the sound from this part of the world. That's an old man. His wife went to be with the Lord when she was 87 years old. That's my grandmother. That's my grandmother. That's over a decade ago. That's over a decade ago. Even after that, he even never married any other woman afterwards. I mean, I won't say because of age. I'm just thinking. I asked him. I said, I think I was wondering. And he's been, it's been over a decade. Why am I saying all these things? I'm bringing an example. He said, stand on the crossroad. Stand on the crossroad. Look for the old path, that one that was traveled before. We are looking at how Paul and the other apostles, and we look at Jesus and how they dealt with these things. Before us, before we came, take a leaf, take the meat, eat the meat, throw away the bones. You see that? It's been many, many years. The recent split, he's still there. I said, what is happening in church now? Now that so many people are left, said so many others came. Many others came. As those left, many others came. We continue. What is this? This is what he said to me. What's this agna langia corner mean? Aguna langia corner. What, 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 what a life we have to lead. What a challenge. What a challenge. Whenever, whenever I have an opportunity, I talk to him. Praise God. Well, not only him, I talk to many others as well. Because I always want to hear. They talk, I ask questions, I hear. It's time for me to listen. Praise God. Now, these are people who have gone through things. We are looking at Paul. We are looking at Paul. Praise God. Why are you serving? Why? Do you understand what I'm saying? Uh, somebody can say, uh, you know, I didn't, I couldn't even ask any further. When he said to me, then I knew that what else can I ask him again? What else could I ask? And he's here, he said, because of money. 
these are people who have been on this thing. Stand on the crossroad. Go stand on the crossroad and look for that old path. It's been traveled before. We're not the first people to travel this road. What verse were we on? Huh? Ah, Judah says, I respect a man with a repentant heart, for it will take a repentant heart, it will take a repentant heart to save us from this trap of self-exaltation. Praise God. Are you hearing what I'm saying? The reason I'm bringing these things, I want you to understand that when we talk about these things, oh, I, I trust God that one day, brothers and sisters, my counsel to you will be, when you find these uh, elderly people from the age of 60 and above, have an opportunity to talk to them. Don't just overlook them. Whether you meet them at the mall or anywhere, I'm telling you, there is not an occasion I go to a mall and I don't meet an elderly person and they don't talk to me. I, I just don't know how it happens. I cannot explain it. That how can be explained by God. It just happens. Huh? I can have an old person say, okay, where is sugar? Say, oh, it's here. <laughs> Let's find it. I mean, once they say where is sugar, they start talking. That's why I don't want to be in a rush when I go out to the shops because I know I may just meet an angel and they start talking to me. There's a road that was traveled before. We are looking at the one that was traveled by Paul and the likes. Yes, Beulah says amen and amen. Sia says, mm, so true, ma. Oh, standing on the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ. What verse were we on? Can we go to the next verse? Praise God. Oh, Lord, reveal the truth of who you are to us precisely. Once you know him, no one can tell you something else. That's why you've got to study the Bible for yourself. Pray for yourself. As we are praying here, that doesn't replace for you. That doesn't replace your private prayer sessions. As we are praying and teaching each other here, it doesn't replace your own private study time. It doesn't. It doesn't. The greatest challenge today, many don't want to study the Bible for themselves. They don't want to pray for themselves. You cannot just rely on others praying for, yourself, for you. That is why here we pray together. You stand there, pray, you declare, right? We pray for each other. It's different, but all this that we're doing here still doesn't replace your private prayer sessions, your private prayer moments, your private uh, moments with the Lord. They're not replaced by this. No matter how long I keep you here, like I tend to. Praise God. Mm. Chai, somebody says, are you afflicted? Are you affiliated to a man or are you there for God? Will you leave the church when other men leave pearls of wisdom? Well, it's a question each of, one of us must answer one day or at some point in life. Somebody says, show me good road, my God. Show me the good road. Praise God. Now, now, I, 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 wish, I wish I had time. I was going to tell you about my, my grandmother. I want to live with them at a very tender age. I loved live, living with them. In fact, I left my parents to go stay with my grandmother and my grandfather. And there was something that really drew me to them, though I had other reasons why I left home and went to stay with them, right? But they were not the major, major ones. Um, but when I got there, when I got there, something really drew me to my grandmother and my grandfather. And one thing about my grandmother, and I'm forever grateful to God for that 
was that she was very outspoken. She spoke to us. She really, really spoke to us. Same with my grandfather. Same with my grandfather. And these were born again Christians. Not just talking. And then I was not even born again. Then I didn't even want to hear anything about this born again business. Huh? All right. This born again thing, just in case somebody misinterprets that for something else. Uh, look for the old path being traveled before. Praise God. Bring me the next verse. Have the same grace for the elderly too. Yes. Beautiful. What I can tell is that never be in a rush. There are people, they're always rushing. When you rush too much, you miss God. You miss a lot of things. There are people who are always, you know, always rushing. You can even see the way they walk. They're always like this. Because they're rushing. One of the things you need to get rush, get right, discern when to be in a rush and when not to be in a rush so that you don't miss God. Praise God. All right, we'll soon wrap this up now. Let's look at verse 18. I hope you are getting this. Uh, let's see this one. Huh. Verse 18. Somebody says busy. <laughs> Verse 18. What then does it what then does it matter? Hmm? What then does it matter? So long as in every way, whether in pretense for self-promotion or in all honesty to spread the truth, Christ is being preached. And in this I rejoice. Yes, and I will rejoice later as well. Says, does it matter? Huh? Is Paul saying that the end justifies the means? Is that what Paul is saying? Does he say the end justifies the means? Is that what he's saying? Look at what he says. He says, what then does it matter? So long as in every way, whether in pretense, whether they're preaching out of pretense, I don't care, for self-promotion, I don't care, or in all honesty, to spread the truth, Christ is being preached. And in this I rejoice. Says I'm happy as long as Christ is preached. Is Paul telling us that the end justifies the means? You answer that in your heart. Hmm. Can you see that? Okay, somebody says busy stands for being under Satan's yoke. Busy. Did you see how they wrote the busy? Can you see it? Paul says, I don't care. As long as Christ is preached. Yeah, it's Paul. He says there are those who are doing this thing out of wrong intentions, wrong reasons, wrong agendas, wrong, I mean, wrong motives, selfish ambitions. Says I don't care as long as they're preaching Christ. In this I rejoice. Says I'm happy as long as they're preaching Christ. Bring other versions. Let's see. Praise God. He says, yes, and I will rejoice even later. He says, even tomorrow I'll still rejoice. I'll still rejoice in the preaching of Christ. Though others are doing out of wrong ambitions, wrong, uh, selfish ambitions, huh? they are doing it out of wrong intentions, wrong intents of the heart. Huh? They are doing it out of wrong reasons, wrong agendas, for self-promotion. They are pretending. They are hypocrites. Is Paul saying we should overlook their hypocrisy? 
What did Paul say? Hmm. I will answer with Jesus Christ of Nazareth. He said something. Oh, bear with me, we leave shortly. Bear with me, we leave. But you've got to hear this. Is Paul saying we should overlook their pretense, overlook their hypocrisy, overlook their selfish ambitions, wrong motives, and their bad characters? And what what is he saying? Hmm. He says some they are not even genuine Christians. But as long as they preach Christ, I'm okay. Christ is preached. I rejoice in that. Paul, Paul, Paul. Oh, somebody says, Grandfather has given us godly wisdom. Lord bless him, amen. I receive it for him. Masitate isifundo. Masitate isifundiso zabandu abadala. Masitate isifundiso zabandu abadala bagiti. Bokoko nomkulu. Astate isifundo zabandu abadala abayazio lendlela. We are to stand on the teachings of the apostles and prophets. He has been through life. Yeah. Thank you for that. Utile. Look at this, NLT. NLT. Are you here? Are you with me? Oh, I left you. Ask three people, are you still here? Are you still here? Are you still here? Are you following? Are you following? Or you are not following? Ask three people. Find out for three from three people if they are still here. Are they still here? Are they following? What is going on? Find out from three people. Find out from three people. Glory to God. Hmm. Can you see that? Can you see that? Hallelujah. Somebody says, Amen. Rejoice all the time in the Lord. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Um, I want other versions. I want other versions. That that write-up has become small. I'll fix it now. I want other versions. I want other versions. Glory to Jesus.
yes, 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 yes. Ah, oh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Is it sorted now? Yes, it's sorted. I just had to sort out that um, write-up quickly. Uh, yeah, that's it. Now, can we have the other versions of that uh, verse 18? And then we see what Jesus said, and then we close. Other versions of that uh, verse 18, somebody says, I'm following, I'm following, I'm following. How did Jesus deal with such? Jesus also dealt with such. How did he deal with it? How did he deal with it? Bring another version. Some are sleeping already. I understand. That's fine. Sleep on. We can catch up tomorrow. Can you bring it up, please? Uh, verse 18 in another version. Bring another version. If you can't find that, let's go to Matthew 23. Give it to me on New Century Version, Amplified, mm, Message Version, and NLT. Yeah, that's perfect. Thank you, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Right. Can we have it on another version? And then somebody gets to Matthew 23. Let's see how Jesus dealt with these things. And we're closing now. We're closing. We look at Jesus. Now, all these things have been there before. They've been there before. They've dealt with them. We're not the first people to deal with. We see what Paul says. Paul says, I'm, I'm happy. As long as Christ is preached, I'm okay. I'm aware of all this that is going on. I'm happy. Let them continue preaching Christ. For their, he's saying they will answer for themselves. A time is, on, is coming. They'll all answer. Praise God. Good to see you, YouTube viewers. Oh, yes, always. Ah, oh, bring that in another version. Bring that in another version. Glory to God. Bring NLT says, but it doesn't matter. But that doesn't matter. Okay, let's try this. It says, but that doesn't matter. Can you see? But that doesn't matter. Whether their motives are false or genuine, the message about Christ is being preached either way. So I rejoice. And I'll continue to rejoice. I don't care. I don't care what their agenda is, their motive is. I don't care self-promotion, self-exaltation. Um, you know, whether they are sent or not, whatever reasons they are there in the ministry for, it doesn't matter. As long as Christ is being preached. Hmm? Oh, right. Interesting. Okay, let me put it up. Let me put it back up, just in case you're thinking. Is Paul saying we should overlook the concerns, the characters of these individuals, their motives and the stuff? Let's see what Jesus says in Matthew 23. The verse, we'll read from verse 2. Hmm? Let's see what Jesus said. Jesus also spoke about the same thing. Paul says it doesn't matter. 
Look at the word. Is the word true? Is it the word of God? Is it the truthful word of God? Are these principles in the Bible? Is it scriptural what they are teaching? If it is, does it matter? Jesus is preached. Christ is preached. I rejoice as and I'll continue to rejoice. He's telling you how he's dealing with those that will say they are not genuine, they are fake. They are what what? They are what what? They are what what? The church had all kinds of accusations before. He says all men are not equal. Do you understand? All men are not in this for the same thing, the same reasons, the same uh, agenda, the same motives. The motives are not the same. Does it matter? Are they preaching Christ? If yes, that's cool. That's fine by me. Are you learning something? Uh, let's see. Let's go to Matthew 23. We're closing with this one. What did Jesus say? What did Jesus say? Matthew 23. Let's read from verse 2. Are you still there? Hmm? Somebody says, Amen. We pray for the spirit of discernment intensely. All right. Eh? There, so that God could help us to choose wisely and avoid manipulation and being misled by hypocrites. Yes, we need to put the full armor of God and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. I couldn't have said it better myself. Exactly. Then you're saved. You're covered. You're covered. I want us to read verse 2 and 3. Put them together, please. They're not lost. Put them together. Verse 2 and 3. That's all we're taking. And we wrap up this session. Is it beautiful? Are you learning something? Are you in agreement? Are you in disagreement? What are your thoughts? Talk back to me as we are about to close. Talk back to me. What do you think? Some are preaching for their bellies. Some are preaching for their welfare. Some are preaching. What are you in it for? God is the judge of every man. As long as Christ is preached, I'm cool with it. Like Paul, I rejoice forevermore. Who am I to judge another man's servant? To his master he falleth, to his master he standeth. Who am I to judge another man's servant? Huh? Oh. Look, I want you to bring these two together. Verse 2 and 3. Jesus said something. The words are in red. Let me put it up here. The words are in red. Jesus said something. Jesus had something to say. Jesus Christ of Nazareth had something to say about the same thing. Oh, bring it in NLT. Bring it in uh, Amplified. Bring it in New Century Version. Bring it in Message. Those four. I want us to look at them. And what do you think? What are your thoughts? What, uh, what is your contribution? This is a discussion. This is not a one-way road. I'm happy. Uh, I saw there are so many of you who have been calm. Uh, commenting and standing like Betty, sending your comments and prayers and, uh, you know, opinions, very, very important, which are Bible-based, by the way, because everything we're doing it must be scriptural. Praise God. Um, Matthew 23, from verse 2 to 3. Let me open it here. The words are red. They're in red. The words are in red. Yes, the words are in red. See that? The words are in red. If you have a good Bible, you'll see that the words of Jesus are in red. Red letters. Also, that red letter, that red letter. Praise God. Can we sit? Uh, let's see what else they brought. New Century Version. Please bring me two and three all at once. Two and three all at once. So I'm going to skip New Century Version and skip Message Version. 
the count is not from two to three. I want to improve your thoughts so we can take both. Praise God. Matthew 23 is where we are reading from. Verse two and three. We want to see what Jesus said. Uh, but how did Jesus deal with this? That's what we're looking at. How did Jesus deal with it? We saw how Paul dealt with it. How, how did Jesus deal with it? Paul and Jesus, who came first? We already know the answer. <laughs> Who's right, Paul or Jesus? Both of them. They are saying the same thing. Look at Jesus. Uh, amplified. Is it amplified? Yes, it's amplified. Look at it. Uh, it, says, it says, the scribes and the Pharisees have seated themselves in Moses' chair of authority as teachers of the law. It says, these are teachers of the law. These are preachers. These are ministers of the gospel. These are pastors, evangelists, apostles, prophets. It says, these ones, they sit on Moses' chair. Hmm? They have authority as teachers of the law. They have authority to be there. It says, they're not just there on their own. They have authority to be there. Verse 3. So, practice. He said, Jesus is talking. Right, let me put it up again. It's gone. Can you see? So Jesus says, they're there. They have authority to be in those positions they're in. Jesus is dealing with some things. He says, so practice and observe everything they tell you. He's careful. Look at the language, the English language, the language he uses. He says, so practice and observe everything they tell you, but do not do as they do. He says, practice everything. Practice and observe everything they tell you, but do not do as they do, for they preach things, but not practice them. He says, don't follow the example, but take the word and practice it and observe it. Obey the word of God. Whether their character is bad or not, or whether you know what you know about them or not. And this is the exact thing that David did with Saul. David knew the kind of a person, the kind of unethical leader Saul was, but he respected him. He still bowed down to him. He still called him my Lord, my, uh, my, my master. He still observed and practiced. I mean, he still took orders from him. He still called him the Lord's anointed, but he knew that this guy is an unethical leader. His character is bad. This guy is out to kill me. Look at what Jesus says. He says, so practice and observe everything they tell you. That is based on the word of God. He says, he's, he's talking about their authority. He says they have authority to be there. They are ministers of the gospel. Practice the word of God, they tell you. Practice the word of God, they tell you, and observe it. Obey the word of God. They teach you. That's what he's saying. He says, but do not do as they do. Meaning, do not follow their example. Do not follow, do not follow their way of life. Do not follow their bad characters. He says, I can see they're not practicing what they're preaching. If they were practicing what they're preaching, he was going to say, go ahead, follow them. He's not saying stand there and say, nye, 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 nye. He says, nye, 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 if it is the truth of the word of God. Take it, practice it, and observe it because they're in authority to do so. But don't follow their example. But don't do the things they do. Don't follow the bad character. Don't follow the bad stuff that they get up to. They preach what they don't practice. He's clear. He's aware of their motives. Are you there, somebody? Is this shedding some light? This is Jesus addressing the same thing.
whom Paul the apostle addressed. He says, but do not do as they do, for they preach things, but they do not practice them. He says, the things they tell you, they're not doing them. You do them. You observe what they tell you. You practice what they tell you, which is the word of God. It says, observe the teachings. Obey the teachings of the word of God. But character-wise, forget it. Character-wise, Character-wise, He's not saying run away from the truth they are teaching you. Because somebody can write, somebody can write something about marriage. Somebody can preach about marriage. But you find that their marriage is bad. Their marriage is nothing to write home about. He says, take the word they are teaching you. Don't follow what they are doing themselves. Someone can teach about giving and not be a giver themselves. He says, if it's in the word of God, take what's in the word, but don't follow their character. Hey, are you listening to me? Ah, yanizanlele. Bring these, please, bring these verses together. I want it from two to three. Bring them together. He says the fact that they are teaching us, somebody says, ah, I will never attend that seminar. This person is like this, like that, like that. What are they are teaching? Is it true? Take what they are teaching and forget their character. Stop following men. Follow Jesus. Follow the word of God. Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. Says, as long as I'm following Christ, you are free to follow me together with um, the teachings and all that. But if I leave Christ, Balega, follow the teachings. What Jesus is saying, he says, follow the teachings. Do not follow a man. Follow the teachings. Observe the teachings. Practice the teachings of the word of God. Do what is right that you know. If it's right in the scriptures, it doesn't matter who's telling you. Because God can even raise a donkey to speak. He did it before. He said he can raise stones to praise him. He can raise anyone to talk to you, regardless of their characters. Even bad guys, God used them. Even sinful men, God still uses them. Are you going to push away what they're telling you because of their character? God looks at the outside. God looks at the inside. Man looks at the outside. They may be telling you a message from God. And God may be talking to you through them. God can speak through anyone and anything, really. Yes, he can. He has done it before. He's done it before. He's done it before. He can do it again. Just stop looking at the outside. Look at the word. Is it the true word of God? Is it scriptural? Observe that practice that says they have authority to do, to say these things. So do what they Practice and observe what they tell you, meaning what they teach you. But don't do as they do. Because themselves, they are not following this. Huh? Someone can, can be giving marital uh, seminars, right? But And be beating their wives at the same time. Be abusing their wives left and right. Huh? Someone can be teaching about giving. But be a stingiest person, never give anything. Does it mean you're not going to do it because of their character? No. If what they're giving you is true, take truth for yourself and practice. You shall have the result. You shall have the reward. 
That's what Jesus was saying. He said, be smart. Be smart, really. Oh. Okay, let's see this new living translation. Jesus is talking. Oh, thank you, Katie. Ah. Matthew 23, 2 to 3. If you read Sarah, you'll see he's talking about the same thing. He really goes deep into it, but it's very, very clear. He tells us how to treat it. Eat, I always tell people, eat the meat, throw away the bones. Take the meat. Even now I'm telling you the same thing. Take the meat, throw away the bones. Right? Right. Yes. Yes. Mm, KD, New Living Translation. I love, I love it, I love it. Look at this. The teachers of religious law and the Pharisees are the official interpreters of the law of Moses. So practice and obey whatever they tell you, but do not follow their example, for they, they don't practice what they teach. Can you see that? It says observe, obey. It says practice and obey whatever they tell you, meaning teach you. But don't follow the example, for they do not practice what they teach. Take the meat, throw away the bones. Who are you following, a man or the Lord? Who are you following, a man or the Lord? We, we are so out of time, but we are going to wrap this up. Really, we are. Can you see it? He says, so practice and obey. If they say give, even if they are not giving, give. If they say, behave well, treat your wife well, treat your husband well, do this, do that. Even if they are not doing it, if it's the truth based on the word, you do it. Practice it and obey it. Do not do what they are doing. Do not follow the example. If you are aware of the example that is bad, he's not saying you are denying the fact. You are not denying their character. You are not denying what you know about them. You are not denying it. But you follow the word through and through. You follow Jesus through and through. Not men. The greatest mistake we make today is following men to the latter. Hmm? You say, if he can do it, I can do it. If she can do it, I can do it. Okay, cool. So wherever they stop, we stop. NLT again. Look at it. Amazing. Same NLT. Saying the same thing. Message. Can we take message? Praise God. Are you learning something? Jesus warned about following the example. Jesus warned about following the examples of men. Jesus warned about following a man, especially if you know that, no, this one is not doing the right thing. This one, the character is bad. Handle it differently. Can you see? I hope we are seeing something. Let's see message version. We are about to close. Message version says the teachers of the law and the Pharisees have the authority to tell you what the law of Moses says. They have authority. They are there. They are put there by God. Verse 3. So you should obey and follow whatever they tell you. Do you hear that? He says you, you, you're not going to say, I'm not going to obey. I'm not going to. Look at their character. Look at. This is what David knew. This is what David knew. David was a prophet. This is what he knew. He practiced it to the latter when it comes to uh, King Saul. He followed it to the latter. He did. He was a prophet. Look at this. He says, the teachers of the law and the Pharisees have the authority to tell you what the law of Moses says. He says, they're there, put by God. So you should obey and follow whatever they tell you, but their lives are not good examples for you to follow. Can you see he separates the man from the sin? 
separate the man from the sin. It separates their characters from their assignment, their godly assignment. He separate their way of life from their godly mandate. He separates them. I wonder, I wonder if you are really following this. You know, I get, I get really, I, I feel God is really, really testing me, asking me to come forward and be teaching on these things. Really, 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 really. I, I'm, I'm really telling you, for me, it's a test for my faith. It is. My faith has been tested. Because do you think I want to talk about these things? I do not want. I don't want to say anything about this. It's testing my faith. My faith has been tested. And big time. Good, you know, you know a lot. Good shot. God reveals all those things to you so that you can say. God reveals all those things to you so that you know how to handle things. Whatever God brings to you is for prayer first, not for rebellion. For prayer first, not for rebellion. For prayer first, not rebellion. Prayer first, not slandering. Prayer first. Paul said, I'll continue to rejoice, even though I'm away. That is the love of God. Can separate these two. It says, separate the character of the man from his mandate. Separate the character of the man. Separate his way of life from God's purpose. God's mission over his life. Separate the two. Yes, you know all these things. You may be correct. You are correct. You might not be. It doesn't matter. Separate the two. Take the bones. Remove them from the meat. Take the meat. Throw away the bones. Message version. I'm closing. I'm closing now. Says the teachers of the law and the Pharisees have the authority. Says they're for authority. I said the gifts of God are without repentance. God, when he calls you and anoints you and gives you gifts, he's not going to take them tomorrow because you start misbehaving. He's not going to take them tomorrow because you have started doing other things that he didn't send you to do. His gifts are without repentance. That's a story for another time, but I keep telling you that. Let's look at this. Those who are listening, they are hearing. The teachers of the law and the Pharisees have the authority to tell you what the law of Moses says. So you should obey and follow whatever they tell you. But, a very big but, Jesus said. Their lives are not good examples to follow. They tell you to do things, but they themselves do not do them. He is honest. But Jesus is not asking people to go and be, and be disrespectful. He's not asking people to go and be rebellious. He's not asking people to go and be slanderous. Jesus himself, when they brought a woman that was caught in the very act of adultery, what did he say? He said, let the first man who doesn't have a sin, any sin, stone him, stone her. Let the very first person who has not sin here be the first to stone her. Go ahead. And he was writing. And he was writing. Brothers and sisters, who is our leader? Who are we following? Who are we supposed to be following or looking up to who's supposed to be our example jesus 
the very same guy who went through the same things we are going through, the very same guy who, who was tested, challenged, he was 100% man and 100% God. He faced the very temptations that we face. He was challenged like we are challenged. He faced everything that we are facing today. There are times we responded with the word of God. There are times we responded through prayer. There are times we wept like we are weeping. Nothing that is happening to you is new under the sun. Nothing we are facing is new under the sun. Look at what he says in message and go and read this for yourself. Why are we looking at these things? Says the teachers of the law and the Pharisees have the authority to tell you what they, what the law of Moses says. So you should obey and follow whatever they tell you. He didn't ask people to go and be rebellious. He didn't ask people to go and be disrespectful. He didn't ask people to go and uh, start giving us labels and giving people labels. Huh? Even if you have those labels, put them here. Put those badges. Line them up. Just in case I'm talking to you, you have labels, you've been labeled so much, put those labels. Jesus will take the same labels and rewrite the examples and rewrite what is on the labels. Jesus is our example. Jesus is our example. Christians means we are Christ-like. We should be. Follow Jesus, the author and the finish of our faith. Yes, you are very correct. Our role model. It's not a call to stop going to church. It's not a call to turn your back on the church. It's not a call to turn your back on the gospel. It's not a call to say, oh, this is not going anywhere. It's going somewhere, and it's coming back for a church without wrinkle, without spot, without blemish. He said, I'll build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail. Has he stopped building? Does he need anyone to help him to build? He has not stopped building. He's still building. He said, I will build my church. He's still in that business of building his church. Look at what he has said and follow that. Stand on the crossroads and look for that word. The more sure word of prophecy. Ah, he says, he says, oh, look at this. Look at this, y'all. Look at this. He says, so you should obey and and follow whatever they tell you. Follow whatever they tell you. That is scriptural. Can you see? That is on the word of God. But their lives are not good examples for you to follow. They tell you to do things, but they themselves don't do them. That's it. New century version. Let's take this one. We're closing with this. The teachers of the law. Is that new century version? Yes. The teachers of the law and the Pharisees have the authority to tell you whatever the law of Moses tells you. So you should obey and follow whatever they tell you. But their lives are not good examples for you to follow. He's here separating the two. Jesus is separating the two. What are you talking about? Practice the word. Hmm? You've got no excuse. You've got no excuse. There is no excuse. There will be no excuse when you stand before the master. When people gossip and start doing things and start saying things and take certain decisions based on what the characters of these ones that they are discussing resilience they make big mistakes when they stop following the the word the teachings of yeshua 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 oh that man of galilee he saw the dark side of life 
following is a question you should answer inside. It doesn't matter. Mm. Just two days ago, we spoke about the one who falls and the one the one who fell falls away. The falling away and the one who falls. There's a difference between Judas and Peter. Peter fell, denied Jesus. His character was tested and made a lot of blunders there. Huh? He was only rejected of man, the man whose name is Jesus. He was born to live and to die for in a world so evil and cruel. He was only rejected of man, the man whose name is Jesus. That man of Nazareth, huh? The man of Nazareth. His name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. He saw the dark side of life. The man whose name is Jesus. He was born to live and to die for us. In a world so evil and cruel. He was only rejected of man. The man whose name is Jesus. The man of Nazareth. His name is Jesus. He saw the dark side of life. The man whose name is Jesus. He was born to live and to die for us. In a world so evil and cruel. He was only rejected of man. The man whose name is Jesus. The man of Nazareth. Yes, that stone which man rejected has become the chief cornerstone. Glory to God. His name is Jesus, the man of Nazareth. His name is Jesus. He saw the dark side of life, the man whose name is Jesus. He was born to live and to die for in a world so evil and cruel, he was only rejected of man, the man whose name is Jesus. He was born to live and to die for, in a world so evil and cruel, the man of Nazareth. His name is Jesus, the man of Nazareth. His name is Jesus.
the man of Nazareth, his name is Jesus, the man of Nazareth, his name is Jesus, he saw the dark side of life, the man whose name is Jesus, he was born to live and to die for us, he now was so evil and cruel, he was only rejected of man, the man whose name is Jesus, he was born to live and to die for us, he now was so evil and cruel, the man of Nazareth, his name is Jesus, the man of Nazareth, his name is Jesus, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, yeah, that's it. That man of Galilee, that man of Galilee, he saw the dark side of life, but never responded like a fool. Never responded like somebody who doesn't know the scriptures. May God guide us. May God separate us. May God sanctify us in the name of Jesus. May God sanctify us for his purpose. May God set us aside for his purpose. For a time like this, in these end times, in the name of Jesus, God give us wisdom. God grant us knowledge and understanding on how to react and how to respond whenever a call is made upon us to respond in the name of Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus never lost any battle. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus always responded in wisdom 100% man and 100% God. Praise God. Somebody say amen. Did you learn something? Did I hit? Somewhere, oh, that man of Galilee, that man of Galilee, that man of Galilee. I love the man of Galilee. I do, I'll always do. Praise God. Tell somebody, make up your mind to go up a believer. Tell two people, make up your mind to go up a believer. Tell other two people. Make up your mind to work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Sorry. Tell them, make up your mind. Make up your mind to work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Make up your mind to go up a believer. See us, kaka. Good morning to you. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Bishop. Thank you, Mama Jackie. I know many have left because of time. That's right. Thank you, Levato. Thank you, thank you, Abiari. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thanks, Basil on time. Thank you, thank you, Mama Louise. Thank you. I hope you learned something. I hope you learned something. I hope you got something fancy. Thank you so much. Santa Fandamore. Yes, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Mama Sandra, thank you so much. Butile, thank you, thank you, Baba Rose. Thanks a gazillion times, all of you. Thank you for sticking around till the end. Did you learn something? 
if you learn something, I'd like to know what your thoughts are. Well, this is what God said we should look at. Time will not allow us to look at Philippians 3, 19 and many others, but whatever the fact that the teacher's motives are not sincere does not mean we should not obey their teachings. That's what it means. The fact that the teacher's motives are not sincere, it doesn't mean that we should not obey their teachings. As long as these teachings are biblical, as long as these teachings are, scripture, are scriptural, we should obey them. We should practice them. Praise God. The motives of these teachers will not in any way hinder the power of God. And I think that's the most powerful thing. The motives of the teachers will not in any way hinder the power of God. Praise God. The motives of the teachers will not in any way hinder what God plans to do in his life or wants to do in his life. Somebody said miracles stopped in the days of the apostles. There are no miracles today. Well, you can answer that in your heart. It is really true. If it's true, if it's false, that is up to you. Praise God. Praise God. But the character of the teacher will in, in, in no way hinder hinder the work of God, the power of God. God is bigger than the man. God, that's why he said a man of God. Do you understand? He's a man of God, a woman of God. God is bigger than the man. Praise God. They will not in any way hinder the power of God. I'm grateful that you came. I'm grateful that you are here. So I want us to find out how we can Ah, uh, dance this out, right? Dance it out, dance it out, dance it out, dance it out. I'm grateful, grateful, grateful a gazillion times for sticking around. I'd love to know what you think about this. So continue to send your comments when you get time tomorrow, your opinions and all that. I'll take some time to go through everything that you have said. I'll find time tomorrow or later today to go through everything that you have said. If there's anything that I've missed, I will see there. But he will surely show up in my life and in your life. And we are about to testify. And our testimonies will be heard. Praise God. We leave this session with uh, Bishop Omkul. Bishop, no, no, yes. Bishop Omkul, my only bishop. Only bishop I know. Praise God. So we jam this session out with that. God will surely show up. Praise God. In your life, in my life. In your situation, in my situation, it doesn't matter what is going on. He will show up and we will have a testimony. We'll have results. We'll have our reward. Praise God. He has promised. He has promised and he will do it. He has promised and he will do it. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Jesus. Hallelujah. Some of us are going through tough times right now. But hear me today. He, he will surely show up. God is getting ready to show up on your behalf.